The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For Hetre Iska, loans and collections, please call the center at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. The Torah writes in Parashat Tetzave, the mitzvah of making the big day kahuna. What, what exactly are the materials that the big day kahuna are made from? So, it's Mvur and the Psukim that the primary uh, material that the big day kahuna are made from is Samar's wool, and uh, sometimes certain, certain begodim are uh, made from Pishton. Says that the uh, mitznevis is made from linen, and uh, certain and there are certain begodim that are made with a combination. They're made with wool and linen. There's a the the begodim of the kain gadol, the the aphid is made from wool together with linen. It also has zav. There's some chutin, some threads of gold that are mixed in. But the, primarily there is wool and there's linen. The avnate of the Kain Gala has wool and linen mixed together. There's machlegis if the avnate of the Kain Hedget has. Akuponim, the primary, the primary, um, materials that are used for making the big day kuhuna that the Kaihanim wear when they do the avoido is semeron pishna, is wool and linen. In fact, the Mishnah says in Klein Perk Test Mishnah Aleph, the Mishnah says, that the begodim, the, the clothing that the Kayhanim wear in the base of Migdosh, can only be made from Tzemer Upishtu. The Mishnah over there, the context, the Mishnah is listing um, different halachis uh, of, of begodim, different types of clothing for different dinim that are required to be Tzemer Upishtu. So it says, the Mishnah says, that when it comes to the Isser of Shatnas, there's an Isser of wearing uh, begodim that have different mi- the mixtures of materials mixed together. So the Mishnah says, that the Isser of Klaim is only mixing wool and linen together in one baguette. And then the Mishnah says that regarding the halacha of Tumas Negoim, the Torah says that there's a parasha of Negoim of Tsaras, and Tsaras can call on a person, can call on a house, and a beggar clothing could also get saras. So the halacha is that the only types of clothing that can get saras is if the clothing is made from either wool or linen. And then the Mishnah says this halacha that the kaihanim wear, the begodim in the base amigdosh to do the avoido, it has to be made from wool or linen and no other material. It's interesting that after the Mishnah says these three halachas, the Mishnah continues. Mishnah says, Tzemer Gimalim v'tzemer Achelem Shatarfun Zabazeh. Now when the Torah says that there is a mitzvah to, there is a mitzvah, let's say, by Big Tekuna, the Big Tekuna should be made from Tzemer, should be made from wool. And when we talk about wool, that the Isser climbs is by wool, and there's the Halach of Tumas Negom is by wool, the wool that the Tzemer, that the Torah refers to in all these cases is wool that comes from a sheep. Semer refers to Semer that comes from a sheep, and that's what the Mishnah means when the Mishnah says, Semer Rechelem, or Rachel is a female sheep. It's not the Afka, female sheep, but it means that wool that comes from a sheep. 
However, the Mishnah says that there is other kinds of tzemer. There's, Mishnah calls it tzemer gemalim. There's some type of wool made from the fibers of a camel. And somehow, for making, if you take, you shear off the fibers of the hair of a camel, you can turn it into a, a you can turn it into a thread. And that is called tzemer gemalim. So the Mishnah says, what happens if I take tzemer gemalim and tzemer achelim? I take sheep's wool and I take camel wool and I, I twist it together and I, in order to form a thread. I make threads, but the material, the fibers that were used to make the threads are not completely made from the wool of sheep. It's made also, mixed in together is also the tzemer gemalim, the wool from camels. So what's the halach? Is this considered wool regarding the halachas that are said in the Mishnah or not? Says the Mishnah, If most of the fibers in this thread are from gemalim, are from camel, camel uh, wool, mutter. It's mutter, and if most is from gemalim, it's oser. What does it mean, Asr Mutter? So the implication of the Mishnah seems that it's going back on the first halacha. The beginning of the Mishnah said that the Isr Klein, the Isr Shatnis, to mix wool and linen together and wear that clothing only applies to Tzemer and Pishtun. And Tzemer means wool of sheep. So if I mix, if I have threads that are made from Tzemer, and I mix them with threads that are made from Pishtun, but that Tzemer is not 100% sheep's wool. That Tzemer is mixed together, has has semer rechel and semer kval mixed together. The halacha is that I look at the roiv. If more than fifty percent comes from semer gemalim, then the entire thread is mutter, and there is no iser to wear a piece of clothing that has this thread together with pishton. And roiv men rechelim. If most, if, if more than fifty percent is from uh, if, of this thread is made from sheep's wool, then it's oser. Mechzal mechzal is oser. And then the Mishnah says, this halacha is true not only by wool, this halacha is true by linen. If I have linen, says V'china Pishlan, that kanbos shetarfen zebizet. Kanbos seems to be some type of material, a third type of material that grows in the ground that may, might be similar to linen. So if I make a thread, and the thread is not 100% linen, the thread is, uh, to a certain degree, some, some is linen and some is, some is kanbos. So if more than 50% of the thread is made out of linen, then there's an iser to wear this with klein, to put the, this thread in a bag with the wool. And if less than 50% is linen and, uh, and the more than 50% is some other min, then the halacha is that it is mutter and there's no iser klein. That is the pshat in the Mishnah. The question is, does this halacha, the second half of the Mishnah, the halachas that it says over here, that we look at the roiv, whatever's roiv, in order to determine the halachic status of this thread, does these, do these halachas apply equally to all three of the halachis that it said in the beginning of the Mishnah? The beginning of the Mishnah had three halachas. The beginning of the Mishnah said that there's a halach of tzemer opishton for client. There's a halach of tzemer opishton when it comes to tumah, tumas negoim. And there's a halach of tzemer opishton when it comes to big dekunah. So the end of the Mishnah, when it's telling, when it's telling me that the, what determines whether it's wool or linen is depends on roiv, that that halacha is clearly is clearly referring to the first halacha, the halacha of klein, the halacha of shatnis. 
and it's Mavur in the Mishnah in Nigoim that this halacha also applies to the halacha of Tumah. Regarding Tumas Nigoim, if I want to know whether this thread is Tomei, this thread is not Tomei, the halacha is that it depends on Raif. So those halachas are not, this is very clear. There's no, um, there's no, there's, there's no element of, uh, of, uh, there's no dispute. There's no question that these halachas of Raif apply to climb, they apply to Nigoim. The, que- the question is, what's not so clear is regarding Big Day Kahuna. The Torah says, Big Day Kuna have to be made from Samron Pishna. So what happens if I have threads and 51% of the thread, more than 50%, 60-70% of the thread is wool, is sheep's wool, but there's a small amount of some other type of wool, of camel's wool, or there's pishton and there's a little bit of canvas mixed in. So do I say, it's roiv, same way the Mishnah said that when you look at the roiv regarding Hilchas Klaim, the Gabi Hilchas Tumah, so too, we'll say the same halacha regarding Big Day Kuna. Or perhaps Big Day Kuna is different. Maybe by Big Day Kuna, for reasons that we'll see, maybe the halachas, the halachas should change. And the truth is that one of the mefarshim on the Mishnah, this Mishnah in Klaim, the Mishnah Rishayna, is Mesopic. He's not sure what would be the halacha in a case where I have a small amount of Tzemer Gemalim or a small amount of Kanbos mixed into the Big Day Kahuna, would the Big Day Kahuna be kosher or not? So in order to understand the question and try to figure out the answer, we have to learn the a little bit of the sugyo of what the Rishonim, what the can have to discuss regarding this halacha of of Tzemer, of Tzemer Gemalim and Tzemer Rechelim and the Halacha when I have a mute from a different mid. The Rambam writes in Hilchus Klein, Parakir Halacha Vav, he brings down this Halacha, Tzemer Rechelim, Tzemer Gemalim, Chiyotibahem, Shetarfim, Zebezeh. So the Rambam discusses that I take some wool of sheep and wool of other, of camels or something else, and you mix it together, and together you take the fibers and you make one thread. So the halacha is, the Rambam says, if roiv is menagemalim, if most of the, most of the fibers in this thread are made from gemalim, not from regular wool, mutala arvi mapishton, there is no isra, there's no lav to put it into a beged together with linen. Because the, the tsura, the shape, the look of this thread, it looks like tzemer gemalim, even though there's a little bit of, of sheep's wool mixed in. We're not worried about some fibers, some threads of tzemer that might be mixed in. The words of the Rambam, that's not, they're not chutei tzemer. They are not threads of wool. What does it mean they're not threads of wool? That means they're not considered halachic to be wool. That's considered halachically to be tzemer gemal. Now, the Beis Yosef says that what the Rambam means is, he means he's referring to a halacha that says explicitly in the smag. The smag, another Rishayim, and Lav Reish Pei Gimel, brings down this halacha, brings down our Mishnah, tzemer gemal, tzemer chelim, and he says, if it's roiv, if roiv is rechelim, it's oser. If roiv is the gemalim, it's mutter. And then after he brings this halacha, he says that, which is the Mishnah, he says there's a teisefta. There is a teisefta on this Mishnah 
that adds adds a line. The medvor mamur. When do we say that it depends? Whatever is roif shehevi pishton v'taraf beinayin, where I brought pishton and taraf beinayin. Avalhevi chutei tzemer shorachelim. If I brought threads of tzemer shorachelim, v'taraf bein chutei tzemer shogmalim. If I brought threads that have threads that the there is a complete thread of sheep's wool. And I mixed it with a complete thread of chutei tzemer shel gemalim, oser. Then it doesn't help. If I took two complete threads, two regular threads, one was tzemer chelim, one was tzemer gemalim, and I twist them together, I guess, to make one big thread, or I put them together in one baguette, the halacha is that there is a problem of climb. Why? Pirish Chuti chashivi v'loy bottle. As I state in the the smag, the way he explains the teisefta, that the halacha is that chutin are chashiv. What does it mean the chutin are chashiv and they're not bottle? So the Beis Yosef understands what the smag to mean, and he explains that this is also the sheet of the Rambam. That there is a concept in halacha that's known as bittul beroif. It's the concept that we say that if I have, for example, something which is also to eat. So Terry says you're not allowed to eat it. If for somehow, by accident, it gets mixed into a pot of food which is muttered to eat, so the halacha is, there's a concept of bitl beroif. We say that if the iser is in a taruvis, it's mixed together with something, and there is more heter than there is iser, the halacha is, the Torah says that I'm, that the, the iser goes away, and I'm allowed to eat the entire, the entire pot. I'm allowed to eat the entire food. That is the concept of bittul b'rayv. Bittul b'rayv is not only by foods. We say it by all isurim. The halacha is that that something which is a davar aser is bittul b'rayv to a davar amot. That is a din menatayra. Chazal came and Chazal said there are that although there are although that's the halacha that is bittul b'rayv, but there are circumstances where we're machmer. There are circumstances where we are machmer and we don't rely on bittul. So a lot of sugis about a lot of different cases, but the general rule is that something which is a davar choshev is not bottle. Something which has a certain degree of chashivos, it's uh, important. It has a uh, certain significance to by itself, to, of itself. Then the halacha is that we do not say that it's bottle beroif. That is a dinder abona. It's not a dinder ice, but ice even a davar choshev is bottle beroif. It's only a dinder abona. So the Beis Yosef says. That if I take, if I take tzemer achelim and tzemer gemalim, and I mix it together, the halacha is that there's a din of roiv. There's a halacha of roiv. So I can say that which, if there's more tzemer gemalim than there is tzemer achelim, then the tzemer achelim, the sheep's wool is, is bottle to the gemalim, to the other min, and it's as if it doesn't exist anymore. So now this thread is not considered halachically to be wool. It's considered a, a different min. It's considered only Tzemer Gemal. It's not considered Tzemer Chelem at all. That's the case. So there is no Isser of putting it into a article of clothing with linen. Because the Isser is only to mix wool with linen. There's no wool in this bag. Even though uh, the Mitzis is that there is, there are some woolen fibers in this bag. But the woolen fibers are bottled to the Tzemer Gemal. And the Halacha is that since it's bottled, there is no, it's not here, then there's no is. 
Therefore, says the Beis Yosef, what the snag means is, he says, that's only true if it's uh, fibers that have not been made in, yet into a thread. But once I take a the tzemer, a wool of wool, and I make it into a complete thread, once it's a complete thread, there he says it's chashivi. He says the davar choshev. The rule is that something which is choshev is not bottle. So you can't tell me that if I'm going to take a thread, a woolen thread, and it's going to be bottled to the tzemer to the tzemer gimel, and it can't be because by a davar choshev there's no bittel. So since by a davar choshev there's no bittel, the wool still exists. It's still considered that it's here, and therefore it would be also for to, to wear such a baggage if it has this wool together with the the together with linen. That's is that that is the halacha of that's the halacha of the smag the beis understands it and therefore that's what the the beis the says that is the meaning of the ram as well when the ram says she'ein and chutei tzemer the ram also means to differentiate and say that when I have salt when I have tzemer which is not a chut and then it's bottled to the it's bottled to the other min and the other min whatever it is whether it's tzemer gemal or any other min the halacha is that it's not a that it's not considered wool and therefore there's no iser client. Mashenkeng, if it would be if it would be chutei tzemer, if it would be a complete thread, then the the mashmois of the Rambam is the Rambam implies that in such a situation the chut would not would be oser, it would not be bottle. Since it's not bottle, the halacha would then be that you're not allowed to put it into the same bag with pishton, and therefore it would be oser. So that is the basis explanation of the of the Rambam basis explanation of the smag. And this is this is the explanation which is assumed by many Paiskim. The actually the the Rosh, the Pirisha Rosh and Klein on that mission on Paraktes does say this Loshan, also Hashibi Vlaibatli, which would imply that the Rosh also learns that this is the uh, this is the explanation of the Mishnah. This is how he understands the Mishnah. And there's also the explanation of many Achrain in the Prichadish and Simitofim Zayin or Achaim also says like this, and many others. So if you understand this Havana. If we understand that this halacha, that we differentiate between chutin and non-chutin, and we say that something which is not a chut could be bottled, the wool could be bottled, but once it's a chut, once it's a thread, it cannot be bottled. If that is truly the case, so then we have to understand what would be the halacha regarding big day kahuna. We come back to our shiloh, if I would have other minim, other minim mixed into the big day kuna, if it would be the other way around. A roiv of the chut, is going to be wool, regular wool. A roiv of the chod, roiv of the thread will be linen. And there's a little bit of some other min mixed inside. So we say, if roiv, roiv is, we say, we go about a roiv, you put bottle of roiv, and the whole thing is considered wool. If the whole thing is considered wool, therefore it will be kosher for big day kahuna. So it would seem that I should be able to say the same thing. The same way that I would say there would be bittel to tell me that there is no isr of climb, so too I'll say that there is a din bittel to in order to tell me that there will be a heter of big day kahuna. The problem is that there's a big difference between the case of climb and the case of big day kahuna. Because in the case of climb, what we're discussing is bittel on something which is awesome. The classical case of bittel, we said, is where I have something which is awesome and that gets mixed in to rave of something which is mutter. So, because when something oser is in rave of something which is mutter, the Torah says that the iser loses its iser. It loses its status as being a dover oser. And therefore now the whole thing is mutter to eat. The question is, what's not clear, is what about the other way around? If 
uh, there would be something which is, which is awesome. It would be roiv iser. And there would be a little bit of heter that mixed into the roiv iser. Would we say the opposite? Would we say, of course, it's also to eat it? Because it's very likely that what you're, what you're eating is iser and not heter. But would I say that now the entire thing is considered iser? That's not so clear. In Huadin, the, uh, regarding other halachas, the Anigyamtiv, I believe in Simon Dalid says, is a halacha that when you make tzitzis, the, uh, the threads of the tzitzis have to be made lishma. You have to have in mind that you make the threads lishma. So Anigyamtiv wants to know what happens if I take two different threads. One thread I made, the sh- some of the thread I made lishma. Some of the thread I didn't make the shman, and now I mix it together into one thread. And I'll say, well, roiv of the thread was made the shman, and a little bit was made not the shman. So now, since roiv is made the shman, so whatever, whichever part is not the shman, is bottle, is bottle to the roiv. Very nice that I want to say that bittle, if something was offered to eat, so bittle could remove a halacha, a bitl removes this halacha that it's osr, so now it's neutral. So language is neutral, you're allowed to eat. But how could I say that bitl will take something which is missing a halacha and will transfer it and turn it into something which has the halacha? If the Torah says the only way that the threads can be considered lishma is if I actually do them lishma, if I actually if I actually make them and spin them lishma, so how could I say that by mixing in something else which is not lishma, so therefore it turns it into it as if it was made lishma? It wasn't made lishma. So this is a shaila nachreinim. True that that by bittel we say that bittel could remove dinim. But do we say that bit, the opposite? Do we say that bittel could give dinim? Bittel could say that when something requires something is required, and I need some special halacha, that bitl will say that the mute the, that was nixed into the roiv has that halacha just as well as the roiv has that halacha. The Oini Yomtev says not. The Oini Yomtev says it does not work. The truth is that there is a big discussion about it. The, the Rebbe Chon and Wasserman in Kaivitz are Simon and Tess. The entire Simon and Tess discusses this issue. And he wants to turn it into a machlekes rishonim. He wants to say that we have rishonim one way and we have rishonim the other way. Believe that there is a taisis and zvachim also on the fine test that discusses this. That discusses this shiloh. So if I understand, if I if I understand that the same way, bittel can remove a halacha, so bittel could give a halacha. So if the Torah says that there's a requirement that the thread be considered semer or the thread be considered pishton in order to be kosher for big dekuno, kibshute, that means the entire thread needs to be semer, the entire thread needs to be pishton. The fact that 90%, 95% of it is semer and 5% or 10% is not semer, that's a problem. That 5 or 10%, how is that going to be considered semer? It's not semer. Bittel is not going, if Bittel will not turn it into semer, it'll be a problem. If I hold like those who showing them that Bittel will turn it into Tzemer, Bittel could give it a halacha as if it's Tzemer, so then very good, then it will be kosher for Big Dekuno. But if I go like those who say that Bittel cannot give Dinim, then I have a problem. Then it won't, Lechayra should not be able to say that by Big Dekuno, because I have Roiv, whatever is not Tzemer, whatever is not Pishtun, should be bottled to the Roiv to make it kosher for Big Dekuno. If Bittel doesn't give Dinim, you should not be able to say that. However, we said this in this the entire approach, this mahalach, to understand the Tesefta, to understand the smag, to understand the Rambam, is not so simple. 
even though we have achroinim, the Yisrael and many achroinim understand that this is the this is the understanding of the Rishonim why the Rishonim differentiated between when I have roiv when I'm making a thread and I don't have the threads yet. So there, there is bittel. Once I already have the threads, I do not say bittel. However, not everyone agrees that that is the the understanding that the way it works over here is because of the halach of bittel. And there's a reason why it's it's difficult to explain the sugi like this. And there are two problems, two basic problems. And these are problems with the laws, the rules, the halachas of bittel in general. One halach in Bittel, which is a big discussion in the Paiskin, is generally speaking, when you say there's a halach of Bittel, that means we have something which is Osir and something which is Mutter. You have a Kizais of Isser that get mixed into a path of many Kizaisim of Heter. So the halacha is, Isser is bottled to Heter. So we have a, we have a halacha that Isser could be bottled to Heter. There's a halacha that Heter, so we have a question whether Heter could be bottled to Isser. But what if I have Heter and Heter? I have two objects, and they're both mutter. And they get mixed together. So fine. So if two things are both mutter, and they get mixed together, so there is no problem. The problem is that after they get mixed together, now when they're already mixed together, one of those two things, which are heter, now suddenly become oser. They switch. Suddenly becomes oser. Classic example is that I have a taruvus chametz. I have an object, I have a food. And one of the ingredients is chametz. So the halacha is chametz entire year is mutter. I took the chametz, I mixed it into this food. The halacha is, it, it's all heter. It's heter beheter. There is no problem. When it becomes Pesach, Pesach starts, chametz becomes also. So now that heter changes and becomes iser. So the question is, do we say bittel by heter beheter? Do we say that something was bottle, it was already bottle when it was heter? And since it was already bottled when it was heter, so now that it changes and becomes iser, then it will not turn into iser, it will not start to become an iser. Or do I say no? Do I say that the entire concept of bittel, the Torah was only, only, only said this concept, the Torah was only mechadish, the idea of heter, of, of bittel by iser, that iser is bottled to heter, but the Torah never said that heter is bottled to heter. So in that situation, the heter was never bottled. So even though when they, when they were both mutter, there was no problem, but suddenly the heter changes into iser. So now we have to see: is there enough? Is there enough in this taruvis? Is there enough heter to be vatal iser? If some of the heter was removed, you added some more iser, and now there's a problem. So now that iser, that that heter that changed into iser, will have it'll be also. So this is a question: if I say bittel by heter beheter, now if I say bittel by heter beheter, so then I understand this halacha of klein. Wool is heter. Linen is heter. There is, you're allowed to wear a baggage made from wool. You're allowed to wear a baggage made from linen. The iser is only when I mix the wool and the linen together. That's when the iser starts. So if I look at it like that, then the wool, each one by itself, is heter. Now, obviously, nobody will say that if I take wool and linen and I mix it together and I make it into a, an, into some article of clothing, that's it's heter beheter. It's heter beheter. I mean, it, it, and heter heter is bottle, so therefore the tzemer should be bottled to the pishtun. That's obviously not true because the Torah said that when I mix them together, they become us. But in this scenario, where I have semer rechelim and semer gemalim that I mix together, so semer gemalim is definitely heter. There is no iser to wear semer gemalim. There's no iser to wear semer rechelim. So it's heter beheter. There is no problem to mix the heter with other heter. 
So now, do I say bittel so that later on when I mix this thread with pishton, it won't become also because it's already bottle? If hetter behetter is never bottle, so then the tzemer chelim, the, the sheep's wool, wherever it is, still exists. It's still considered to be regular tzemer. And now when I put it into this begin with pishton, I have tzemer and pishton in the same begin, and now it becomes also. This that we said, these achroinim in the Beis Yosef and the other achroinim could explain that, that this, this, this halacha of tzemer chelim and tzemer gemalim, that the tzemer chelim is bottled to the tzemer gemalim, only works if heter behetter is bottled. So you'll say in Chanami, we see from this sugi that heter behetter is bottled, and truthfully, the tshuva Saran, Saran in the tshuva writes clearly that from this sugi we see that heter behetter is bottled. But, it's not so simple, there are those who disagree. In fact, there is a mashmois of the Ran himself in his Pirish to Nadarm, Dafn Bezim and Aleph. Over there he says, he seems to say that Hetter Hetter is not Bottle. So it's a steer in the Ran itself. But there definitely are Sheetas that say that Hetter Hetter is not Bottle. If Hetter Hetter is not Bottle, so then it doesn't make sense. This, 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 you can't learn the Sugi over here is a Sugi of Bittle. And besides for that, there's even, these, there's another problem. Because the halacha of bittel, we said the halacha is that iser is bottle to heter. That's limited to a case where it would the iser is mixed into the heter by accident. The fair halacha shochnarch and gemara that says clearly ein mevat l'nisel You're not allowed to take iser and mix it into your heter lechatchilo. You know you're not allowed to say, well, I have this food and one of the ingredients, there's twenty ingredients. One of the ingredients is treif. So, not a big deal. It's bottle. Yeah, why is it need a, why is it need a hechsher? Most of the stuff, most of the ingredients are kosher and one a little bit is treif. So therefore it's bottle. You should be allowed to eat it. Why isn't that true? The answer is that you was added, you're not allowed to add iser deliberately in order to make it bottle. Otherwise, every company could just buy truckloads of iser and add it to their ingredients, add it to, into their food, so long as they make sure that it's not, that it's not roif. So the halacha is, you're not going to be mevatel and isel chatchilo. So you're not going to be mevatel and isel chatchilo. How could the Mishnah say that I'm allowed to go and mix semer chelim and semer gemal, and it's going to be bolt of Now I'm going to mix it with pishton. True, I, I, true. If it was already mixed together, could be that'll be considered b'diyeva, and you'll be allowed to mix it with pishton. But in order to do that lechatchilo, that should be also. You're not allowed to do that. So because of these kashas. There are many Achroinim who want to understand this halacha that we mentioned before, the halacha of the Rambam and the halacha of the Smag. Again, the halacha of the Rambam and the Smag, they said that this Mishnah, the halacha of this Mishnah of Tzemer Achelim and Tzemer Gvalim that I mix together is only true when I mix it before I turn it into a thread. But once it's already a chut, the Smag said it's choshev and it's not bottle. And the Achroinim understood it because of the halacha of Bittu Baroit. So the Noi Debi Yehuda, Tinyono, in the Simen Kuf Peivov, says this can't be. That's not the Pshat. That's not Pshat in the Snag, and it's not Pshat in the Rishonim. The Sugi cannot work because of Bittl Baroif. The Yehud is primarily bothered with Heter Beheter. You know, I don't think he mentions any of that in But because of these problems, so the Noid of Yehuda and others, there's Evan Ozlan, Huchas Eidus, there's a Chazanish, and Yeridea, Simen Kuf Peyalef. And Rashach talks about the Sugi in the, in, in Huchas Klaim itself, on this Ramam that we mentioned before, Parakit Allah Havov. And basically, they all go with this mahalach of the Noid of Yehuda. The Noid of Yehuda says the Pshat of the Gemara is different. 
The Pshat and the Gemara and the Rishonim, the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if I have Tzemer Chelim and Tzemer Gemalim and I mix it together, the Halacha is considered Tzemer Gemalim and there's no problem of Klein. Why is there no problem of Klein? Says the Noyid of Yehuda, it's not because of Bittu. That's not, that's not, that's not what the Ramah means. And it's not, he says that's not what the Smag meant either. The Halacha that we say that if Roiv is Min HaGemalim, it's, it's Mutter and there's no problem of Klein, that's because that whenever I have a thread, whenever I have a thread, I have to, I need to define a pialocha. What is the halacha? What is the min of this thread? What is this thread considered? So, is this considered a wool thread, or is this considered a linen thread, or is it a different min? Each thread needs each chut needs to be needs to have its own definition. It has its own definition. It's defined by halacha what min it is, what type of thread it is. So, how do you determine that? So, it doesn't have to do with bittul b'roiv. The halacha is, whatever most of the fibers in the thread are made from, that will determine, that will determine whether it will be considered a woolen thread, or it will be considered a linen thread, or it will be considered samar gemalim. A camel hair thread will be considered something else. That means there's no halacha of bitul b'roiv that tells me over here that I have to change the meat and the meat has to lose its status of semer in order not to have an instead of client. The pshat in the Rambam and the Smag is that whatever m- most of the thread is made from, that is what gives halachic significance to the entire thread. So what is the so there's a little bit of tzemer rechelim or a little bit of pishton mixed in the middle of the thread? It's not considered tzemer and pishton that the Torah asked in the first place. The Torah never asked such a thing. So therefore, there is no iser klayim to mix this thread into a beget with uh, pishton or with tzemer. However, if I have an entire thread that's already made from tzemer rechelim, I have an entire thread that's already made from pishton. So then the halacha the halacha is that this thread is already considered a pishton thread. It's already considered a tzemer thread. There's no problem. So then it's already, it's already considered this chut. If it's already considered this chut, so the Torah said, a chut is what's also to, to, to make a beggar. You're not allowed to make a beggar of Tzemer and Pishnan out of such a chut. And that's why the Rambam says that it's also. And it's very meduik, the Loshna Rambam, because the Loshna Rambam that we mentioned before, the Rambam says, they're not chutei tzemer. It's not considered a chut of tzemer because you have to define the chut. You have to define the thread. What is the halachic status of this thread? So you're right, there is tzemer in this thread, but it's not a chut of tzemer. That when the Torah said you're not, not to wear tzemer and pishna together, the Torah didn't mean to say don't wear, don't have tzemer and pishna in one bag. The Torah meant don't wear a chut of tzemer and a chut of pishna when you have both of those threads in one bag. But if it's a little bit inside the chut, then there's no, absolutely no problem. Then the Noyed of Yehuda holds, there is no problem, and that is this halacha of Tzemer Echeim, Tzemer Gmalim, Shetarf, and Zebezet. And therefore, this halacha has nothing to do with Bittu Baroif. Now, it could be, it's possible there will be, there could be an Afkimino, and what we didn't mention, but what is probably more common, is what happens, up till now we only discussed cases where where there are two types of threads, the semer chelim, the semer gemalim, and you mix it and you made one thread. What happens if you don't have two different types of materials? You have three different or four different types of materials. And I make one thread, let's say out of three materials. So I can make a thread out of three materials, and it could be 40% 
of wool, 40% of tzemer gemalim, and, uh, and 20% of something else. Or it could have 40 and 30 and 30. So in such a situation, how do I determine what's considered the roiv and what, what's, what is this chot? If I under, if I look at it like bittel, if I go with the, those paiskim who said that the way you go, the way it works is bittel, so then there, there are halachas and hilchas bittel, whether I could be mitzarif two different kinds of heter to mivatel iser, and the halacha is all of the different types of heter could be mitzarif to mivatel iser. So let's say, for example, if forty percent of the thread is made from sheep's wool, and the other sixty percent is made from two other minim. You have 30% one min and 30% another min. So the halach is in such a case, it'll be bottle b'roiv. Because roiv is not tzemer. If roiv is not tzemer, then it should be mutter. Masha'eng, and if I learn the United Yehuda, I have to define the chut. I have to give a name for this thread. What is this What is this thread? Is this thread considered wool? Or is this thread considered tzemer gemalim? Is it considered something else? So yesh laden, in such a situation where I have three different minim, and one is 41, and the other two are 30, it would make sense, at least Misvara, it would make sense to say that whichever one, whichever material has the most, even though it's not Roiv, that would be enough to be considered that this is a Chut. So in this, that case, the Chut, the thread, would be, if 40% is, is wool, the, the Chut would be considered a Chut of Tzemer, even though 60% is some other min. That could be a potential nafkamina between these two mahalchim, between the mahalchim of the Nehdi Yehuda and the mahalchim of the other achirim that learn how to But al-kaponim, legabi big day kahuna. We said before, if we want to apply this rule, legabi big day kahuna, we said that if the way it works is because whatever is the meat is bottled to the roiv, so then it's not so posh to say this rule would apply to big day kahuna. Because by big day kahuna, it has to be 100% wool or 100% linen, and whatever is bottle has to change its halacha, has to change its status from wool to, from, from gemalim to tzemer, to tzemer achelim. Mashiach, if I learn the Nehdi Yehuda, I'm not changing any status. I have to, can be, I have to know what is the status of this chut. Is this chut considered a chut of tzemer, or is it a chut of a different min? But if api halacha, it's considered a chut of tzemer, kenzain, for big day kuna, will be kosher as well. So even though there is a mute of some other min mixed into the schot, it would, you, you would still be allowed to use these threads to make the big day kuhun. The base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultations, service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.